Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. We're a real life couple, a real life couple of comedians, and on Couples Therapy in Quarantine, we talk to good friends and great comedians about relationships, love, and we answer your advice questions. Ooh, that was so upbeat. I love it. It felt very infomercially, Andy. Yes. Well, you know what? Also, you can buy a rake <laughs> that doubles as a giant fork. <laughs> yes, the rake fork only through Couples Therapy merch. <laughs> <laughs> Zow. Angie's got a lot of energy, and that's probably because we have a dope-ass guest today, because I know I was flying high. You've already heard her voice. We are answering your relationship questions and talking to Nicole Byer. Mm, baby girl, you know Nicole for, as the host of Nailed It on Netflix. You might know her from her podcasts, Why Won't You Date Me, Best Friends with Sashir Zameda, and Drag Her, a drag race podcast with Mono Agopian. Yeah, and speaking of Byer, why don't you buy her book? Hello. Very fat, very brave. Out now. So funny, so good, all Nicole. That is just a fact. Now, before we get to Nicole. Just and, a, hey, Nicole's both a good friend. And a great comedian. Good friend, great <laughs> comedian, great times. Wait, when did we meet her? Back in UCB. Oh, like, yeah. Many moons ago. Um, <laughs> you guys. Naomi just grabbed my leg to be like, shut up. I'm trying I'm trying to get to something. And he just stay interrupting me. Because I want to tell y'all real quick, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. PST, you can find us on Twitch. That is a wonderful hour where we take a break from the darkness. We have some goofs. We hang out with friends. You can watch for free, obviously, and join the CTQC, Couples Therapy Quarantine Crew, baby. Also, as we said, we'll be answering your relationship questions with Nicole, and we do that with so many of our guests. And what we would love are your questions. So please, 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 you can DM us on Instagram, DM us on Twitter, but the best, the best is to call in, okay? You can hit us up at 323-524-7839 and leave a voicemail with your question and we will get to it, baby. And you know what? In Quar, we're answering all types of questions. Honey, you want to know about clothes. You want to know about houses. You want to know about moms. You want to know about boyfriends. You want to know about girlfriends. Honey, whatever you got, I'm going to answer. Do you want to ask me about the uh, the Spec Nightcrawler script no, I, uh, I have in my no, head? No, you don't. No, you don't. Hey, Marvel Comics, I got oh. a great story <laughs> for Nightcrawler. Honey, if it's in his head, it should stay there. Am <laughs> I right? Hey, yo. Okay, guys, we're going to stop goofing, and we're going to bring you Nicole. Roll it. That was whimsical, Nicole. <laughs> it was. Thank you. Did I do it right? I'm always, I think. There's no wrong. Doing things wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, yes, okay. I feel you on that vibe, Nicole. Right. <laughs> that's You're that's like, yeah. Wrong. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, I like. I found out that like I don't know how to make tea, and <laughs> which, this sounds like stupid, but so somebody asked me for tea in my house, and I said okay. 
And then I was like, well, I fill it up. So I filled up and they're like, not all the way. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I filled it up halfway with the amount of water that I thought was needed. And then I was like, well, how do I know it's ready? And they're like, it'll make a noise. And I was like, well, then I know, but like, do I have to make, make sure everything is closed? And then you, you do. <laughs> Wait, so you don't know how to use a kettle is what you're saying. I guess not. And I felt so dumb because I was like, it, it's easy. It's boiling water. It's so easy. <laughs> but I like had so many questions. Uh, and then I brought them the tea and I left the tea bag out because that's how they serve it to you at a restaurant. Right. And then they were like, you could have put the tea bag in. I was like, but, but it's like a restaurant. <laughs> well, that's on them for being lazy. They right? could have just they could just put the tea bag in, but I feel you, Nicole. I you know I don't think there's a lot of points of of uh, intersection intersection for you and me, but <laughs> on okay. that the fear of doing things wrong is central to my being, and yeah. I I feel you on that. I feel our souls shaking hands. I'll when it tell comes you to that something feeling. though. But do you let the feeling take over where you don't try a thing because you're like worried about doing it wrong? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm the exact opposite. I go, <laughs> I think I'm going to be wrong and it's going to be bad, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. Which is why you are good at improv, which is why you are. Uh, but also a true stand up. It's like, let me go fuck something <laughs> uh-huh. up and let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like uh, so I was, what was it Albany? The crowd did not like Mateo Lane. And I was like, uh-oh, I yeah. think everything I'm going to do is wrong, and these people are going to hate me. And then I was like, <laughs> okay, let's lean into that. <laughs> and it was a terrible show. And uh, I was like, I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing... <laughs> but yeah, I I always think I'm doing it wrong, but then I just do it. That's but does... Weird. But here's the thing. Does it haunt you afterwards? And because that's why I don't really do it, do, like uh, take a lot of risks because the failures haunt me forever. No, I got ADD. I'm on to the next thought. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like, I'm, I'm like embarrassed. And then I'm like, uh, what's a chicken? How do, how do they come? What, what comes first, an egg or a chicken? I like, yeah, I just like move on super quickly. That's true, though. I feel like that's what like keeps you. You know, I feel like you're a very like upbeat, not upbeat, like in a fake way, but I feel like everything's fine in Nicole's world in part because you don't like dwell on shit. Like nothing kind of, no. you know what I mean? Like you don't stew in it. You're not like, Ooh, I'm still so mad about two years ago, which I well, do. Sometimes I have, I have a list of people who are bad. And one of them is like an improviser from New York whose name escapes me right now, but he did something. And I was like, he's number one on my list. And then <laughs> I don't remember what he's done, but I still don't <laughs> like him. Right, 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 and right. And then another person on my list is a server from Giordano's Pizzeria <laughs> in New York. Uh-huh. Or no, no, I'm sorry, in Chicago. And <laughs> again, I think it was a very small thing where I was like, can I have club soda? And he's like, we don't have club soda. And I was like, you have club soda. <laughs> and he was like, we don't have it. And I was like, seltzer water and he's like that we have and i'm like they're the same <laughs> fucking thing and then there was something that happened with pizza and then i was like Catherine to my sister i was like i hate this man and i still hate him to this day <laughs> i remember what he looks like i hate him. i wrote on the receipt i was like you're the worst server no you I didn't do not like you i wish nothing for you and your family no you uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i tipped him 20 percent 
Right. <laughs> but like, right. that's what you have to do. Yes. Of but course. he was so bad. I can't remember what he did though. I hate can't him. remember what he did to the pizza, but you remember the hatred. Yes. So that's 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 how I hold things against people. I don't remember what you did, but I know I don't like you. Uh, I I have the same thing with movies. There are movies where I'm I <laughs> I don't remember a thing about the movies. I just know uh-huh. that I either enjoyed it or didn't enjoy the experience, and that's yeah. what lingers. For you, grudges linger. They sure do. <laughs> they Nicole- really do. How has your quarantine been? Um, are you still, you do have a roommate and that roommate does have a lover. Are you guys all in there three's company style? We're all here at three's company. It's been nice. They went camping um, this weekend on Friday. I don't know. Days run into each right. other. Right. What are days? Uh, what is time? And I was so lonely. I watched <laughs> Titanic twice. What? I was on television, so it was more than two hours. Uh, But I was just so lonely. So it's been very nice to have people. But, like, we're going crazy. We started watching Sex in the City, but instead of watching it straight through, John and I have been watching the first episode of the season and then the last episode of the season and going through all the seasons like that. And then you just have so many questions. Like, you're like, wait, where's Aiden? Wait, she's back with Big? Wait, she's not with Big? Now she's in Paris? It's like, it's so hard. So now we're watching the second episode and the second to last episode. And it's a nightmare. And I don't know why we're doing it this way. <laughs> but every night we get really confused. <laughs> this isn't like a game. You aren't trying to like fill in the blanks yourself. No. No. no, we're just watching these episodes and truly with like a glass of wine being like, wait, what? <laughs> so you're pretty much turning Sex in the City into Unsolved Mysteries. Kind trying of. Trying to see if you can create a murder board of sorts. Yes. To connect the dots. Yes. Oh it's my been it's Lord. been bizarre, but it's been fun. I have a f- feeling like if historians are like trying to figure out our age, and they are going through and trying to figure out at what point we all went insane, it's this is going to be evidence. <laughs> yeah, I just I want to. I just want to. <laughs> like like going outside is nice and fine, but it's not comforting. Mm-hmm. Yes, like yeah. these yep. everyone going yep. to restaurants right now. I'm like, Stressful what is fun. the appeal? I know. Of like sitting there with your server in a mask and gloves, <laughs> and then you go, "Thank you for protecting me and my food." And then you you're not wearing a mask, <laughs> and you're like, "Ha haing into people's faces," and you're like, "You could be getting me." Sick. I just I don't know yeah. how people are doing. I know, it. I know. I saw a picture, and it, it genuinely looked like they were being served by a surgeon. Well, that's yeah. exactly. I'm like, the restaurant looks like a fucking hospital. That's not fun. Yes. What that is, is not a fun hang. <laughs> I really I mean, don't know. I will say I did go to one restaurant after a march and we were outside. They wouldn't let us all sit together. Okay. So, and But like it was like fine, I think, because we were outside. And then we put our masks on when the server came to the table, which is a thing I don't think anyone's really doing. I but I was must. like. I need to protect the server from me. I don't want them to get... I don't know if I'm... Right, right, right. The whole thing is fucking wild. Can you, like, get a free COVID test from Netflix, though? Like, could they send you a concierge doctor? 
No, <laughs> I mean I haven't asked. I just I feel like I feel like Mr. You, Netflix. Have, you have done so much for Ted Sarandos and his black wife <laughs> that I feel like you're entitled to concierge medicine. <laughs> that is very funny. Ted Sarandos, when I met him, I did not realize he was Ted Sarandos. And <laughs> this is a running theme in my life where I just don't know what powerful people look like. Yeah. <laughs> and he shook my hand and it was so soft. I looked at him dead in the eyes and I was like, your hands, they're so soft. Have you ever done work with your hands? And he was like, what? And I was like, they're just so soft. Do you even hold pencils? Like, do you hold things? Jesus. And he like, thank God, laughed. But yes. like, yeah. <laughs> and then like later someone was like, Nicole, that was Ted Sarandos. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but his hands were so when I tell you they were soft, it was nuts. Soft like a billionaire. Soft like a billionaire. Yes. You it were correct, was like and I expected a baby butt. It was so nice. <laughs> Naomi, what is your moment of going insane? Like, what was your moment where you felt like you were? You mean last? Your, what is your Sex in the City? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, opposite episodes moment. <laughs> well, first you and well, no, okay. Mine, you should know, is this past week when I started watching Shark Week. Okay, I started okay. watching Shark Week on Hulu. It's Shark Week all year round. See, that doesn't strike me as as particularly. I don't be fucking with Shark Week like that. Like, give me the reruns. <laughs> I'm usually watching murder shows, and this time mm. I was like, show me a creature of the deep, and that is because there's nothing left. There's Did nothing you see left. that video of an eagle scooping a shark out of the water and flying over a crowded beach? Yes. It was, no. And Wait, you saw it and didn't tell me? bugging out. I don't... If you <laughs> oh, see... Wow. Look, Andy, we ain't got shit to talk about. If you see some out-of-the-ordinary shit, bring it to me. Yeah, what the fuck do you guys talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Nicole. Great question. Like, what do um, couples talk about? Like, at least... A couple in my house has a lunatic living with them. So I'm <laughs> screaming, and they can be like, "Oh, she's crazy." But yeah, what do you guys talk about? Well, luckily, what booking this podcast? <laughs> and, <laughs> um, we read separate things. We watch separate things. We talk to different people, and then report back. I mean, not really though. That's what I was literally. I said to him this morning. I made pancakes this morning because I was feeling fun, Ooh. and I was like. And then at some point, I go, "Have you sent any new Marco Polos lately?" <laughs> so that's where we're getting our information. Oh um, my god! But I was feeling like I was realizing this past week too. One of the things I missed. I, I mean, obviously people and all that. But I was like, oh, I miss like gossip. You know, nothing real, but I miss just like getting little pearls of information. Yes, that, I miss that too. I just, I miss shows. I really Ugh. miss stand up. Well, I mean, come on. I keep trying to, I'm trying to figure out, okay, I like got real fucked up last night and I was like, I need to figure out how to do a show in a park. And <laughs> that's I what I've been thinking. And I was yeah. like, yeah, like how do I, how do I do a show in like Pan Pacific or something? And it's a huge park with like a mm -hmm. good area. Where like, and it's like good for like West Side, East Side. I'm like, yeah, how do, or like a parking lot. But a park seems better because you sit on the grass. Well, I think, I mean, because Andy's been talking about this too with like a drive-in and stuff. And we, and I saw actually some pictures of another comic in New York who did a drive-in show. And the issue was like the lighting. You know what I mean? Like she was uh, in fucking yeah, pitch yeah. black practice. Well, that's yeah, not yeah. what I've been talking. I've been talking about fine. This is the thing. I don't have a, I'm not a producer. I don't have production. I, what you need is this. You need a PA, 
a microphone and a parking lot in a business that's large enough in a business after that is uh, either closed or shut down after dark. That's right? true. Yes. You can do that's all. Lot. That's what you need, and you need someone to put that all together. I don't want to yeah. put that all together. Me no one asked either. you to. You're coming in so hot, and it's like because no I, I have the plan. I just need someone to enact the plan. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Naomi, you asked me what my crazy where where I went and started yeah. going insane. I think it was like two weeks in. Three weeks in when we went and got takeout. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Naomi, the the trunk wouldn't open. She went uh-huh. and got the takeout, and the trunk wouldn't open. So she went to go put the takeout in the back seat, and the then floor. I locked the doors and wouldn't let her in the car yes, until the Why? takeout was in the trunk. Explain it. Oh, because the designated uh, contaminated area in our car was the trunk and no other place. Nicole. <laughs> You know, because the best place to lick is the floor of the back seat of your car to really get some good cocoa strain. So I've been I've been off the deep end since week, let's say sure. three. Sure. <laughs> that's yeah, that's some wild ass shit. Yeah. Not- Wait, but okay, Nicole, we're gonna answer some relationship questions later. And I okay. I, I mean uh I've heard of uh, your podcast before and yeah. your uh, this is something I was thinking of earlier um, have you learned anything from uh, talking about uh, romance and talking like to people you have dated talking to friends of yours and th- about their relationships have you come away with any anything yeah I think and also therapy I think <laughs> I've learned that I like I can't con- it's something that I will never be able to control and I if It'll, it'll happen one day and it's okay and I can't force it. I'm trying to like, you know, let the universe take over. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. And then also, it's a game. It's all like, you have to play, you have <laughs> to play games. Oh. Like you, like men apparently don't like to be chased. So. <laughs> I know, but like no, we were actually. chase them. No, don't. I feel you on this. Like we were talking to Brian Safi about this. Like, remember that book, The Rules? And yes. like why men love bitches and shit. And it's like, yes, no, no, no. This is the thing. Anybody who's like a good person to date, you will not have to play the games. Stay true, Nicole. Stay true to you. Yeah, but I'm just like, maybe like even if like to have. OK, I think you have to play games to be in a like a relationship that lasts longer than like a couple of months, even if that's not your person. Like I like <laughs> like I just I'm, I'm tired of being alone. So it's like, I know you're not my person, so I'm just going to, like, play hard to get so you keep chasing me. And then, like, maybe we'll be in a relationship. But then again, I guess it's, like, good to not waste your time on, like, someone who's not for you. Yeah. I don't fucking know. What an awful question. I don't know. I guess I've learned nothing. <laughs> I gotta say, I like being chased. You like being chased? Yeah. Girl, who done chased you? Oh. Uh. I'm not saying anyone has necessarily. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it makes me feel wanted. I enjoy it. Well, I tell I, I tell you when you're looking pretty. Yeah. And when you're smelling good. I, I imagine, by the way, that I'm in like a bird cage and you walk by and you're just like, oh, you're looking very pretty. Your feathers are so pretty today, Andy. That's very That's in funny. essence, right? What is, what is love if not having a pet? 
in a way. <laughs> Jesus. In your heart. Like emotionally. Oh, wait, that came out wrong? Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. I liked this, it. This is my breaking point in quarantine. Do you still have your two dogs, Nicole? Yeah, you didn't hear them just barking? No, I was thinking about how I just wish you had an Instagram just for the dogs. Uh, John has one. It's called Charlie Todd the Dog. Okay, thank you so much for letting me know that. Everyone You're listening, welcome. just you know where to go on Insta. You know uh-huh. we got a dog, and it was in part inspired by you and your two boys. Oh, really? Wait, what is your yes. dog's name? Her name is Mabel. She yes, is, yes, 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 Mabel. A, a bitchy old lady. Yes, I followed a story where someone accused Mabel of shitting all over a plane. Yep. Yes. Yep, that was our yeah, that, yeah, that happened. jet blue flight. Three what is it? JetBlue Flight 359, Ugh. New York to Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the flight, Nicole. That's, That's it's so it's, it's it's a funny story because a human being shot all over the bathroom and right. then you happen to walk in and then everyone's like, the dog did it. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> but also like who shits on a floor? Exactly. Well, that look, if any of the flight attendants had 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 an ounce an ounce of curiosity, an ounce of Columbo, an ounce of murder she <laughs> wrote in them, they would have been like, oh, this is way too much shit for a small uh, dog. Yeah, this is dog. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But instead, they were ha- much like they were. I, I'm, I'm telling you, they were Republicans. All right. Because much like the, the rest of this country, they're happy. Just like uh, putting the blame on the most vulnerable. Yes, uh-huh. on the most vulnerable. <laughs> yes. And that happens to be a young Morky in this case. <laughs> all right. An interracial couple in a Morky. An interracial uh-huh. couple with the their most vulnerable. A Jew, a black woman, and a Morky. That's, it's really funny. And yes, I have a joke book that's entitled A Jew, a Black Woman, and a Morky. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's the opposite of bestseller, worst seller? <laughs> there you go. Uh, a non-seller. <laughs> yes. I think that's that's even more accurate. Uh, I had to pay to have the copies burned. <laughs> uh, wait. So, wait. Nicole, what was your longest relation? I've never been in a real relationship. Even like a hookup sitch? Like a continual oh, hookup sitch? Yeah. So, I mean, that's not, to me, that's not real. Mm-hmm. But, like, I've only really dated people for, like, a couple months. And then I hooked up with this dude on and off for, like, three years. So that's the longest. But he was bad. He was a bad potato. And <laughs> he truly dickmatized me. It was <laughs> such a fat cock. Wow. So wow. girthy. It was girthy. It was long. It was uh, it was so big and wonderful. And then his balls were nice. And then it was attached to a fucking nightmare person. <laughs> he was the fucking worst. I'm trying to think if I've ever been clitmatized. Is that the opposite? I don't. Know. I don't yeah, think that's the opposite. Clitmatized. <laughs> I don't think that's the opposite. Nope. For uh, a guy. Uh, I mean, I'm just, look, if you're if that's the body part you're into, men or women, the clit. go with God. Yeah. Yeah. Like if Clits that's the good. thing that if that's the thing that turns you on, period. Not it's not what uh uh, what are you I'm saying? So unco- I'm are you so saying? uncomfortable Naomi, talking. He don't like your clit. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's time to have an intervention, Naomi. Wow. To, to, for you to bring, to wait until Nicole comes on the podcast <laughs> to put this out here. No, yours is lovely. It's just, it's not the thing that uh, gets me going, I suppose Ew, is the word. talking. See, this, I'm so uncomfortable. This is, this is uh, I, I, one of the things I like about you so much, Nicole, is that you are so open. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable talking about anything that uh, oh. that is beyond smooching. Yeah, yeah. And he calls I, mean, it I don't really get uncomfortable often. I guess I get uncomfortable when people like ask me questions about like vulnerability, and I'm like, I don't know, dude. I'm a comedian. Like, you ever do like an NPR interview? Have you ever uh-uh. like done anything for NPR? No. They're like really. real obsessed with being like. But what's behind the clown? <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. I would present that if that's what I wanted you to see. Right, 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 I right. I just try to make the people tee hee hee. Right. I know. No, I hear you. But what is behind the clown? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my god. Sadness. What? A- yeah, that shit makes me uncomfortable. I don't like talking about sad stuff. But I was gonna say, like, do you have people who you talk about it with? Or is it just for, you know what I mean? Because I, I always wonder, I'm always like, when, I was like, can I get bullied? I was like, can I get under Nicole? I was like, I want to get in the inner sanctum. That's what I, I mean, mean in real life. Not in real podcast. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in real life. Yeah, in real life, I'll talk to you about anything. Okay. Uh, I just, I choose not to put out. Yes. You know when people post like a picture of them crying and they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this is real life. And <laughs> like, today was a bad day. And I'm like, Cool. I don't, I don't, what? I didn't log on to Instagram to see you cry. No, go to therapy and cry. Yes. I I mean, but that being said, I think it's okay to be like, I'm not having a good, like, I don't know. I, I think everyone doesn't have bad, like, I don't know. It's so weird that we're like normalizing that we cry. And it's like, everyone <laughs> cries. It's fine. Yeah, I didn't need yeah. to see that on Instagram to be like, my crying matters. It's so weird. <laughs> And yeah, I just choose not to put that shit out into the yeah. world. It's weird and it makes you feel weird. Yeah. It's it's like if it's the weird like marinization. 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 Yeah, where it's just like, uh, if someone's comfortable talk like going there, it's one thing. It's another thing like out of the blue. You're talking about like your special or your new book or something like that, and they're like, yeah. So tell me, you know, what terrifies you? Yeah, and it's like, like I this don't interview. know, this interview, yeah. <laughs> you guys, that was a mind meld. I'm really proud it of you really guys. You really, you really found a moment there, Andy. Well, we yeah. found a moment there. All of us are UCB it. trained, so, you know. Hell <laughs> yeah, UCB. Uh-oh, will it ever come back? Who knows? <laughs> but, like, Nicole, in relationships or, like, you know, the dating game, in the dating game, yeah. do you find it hard for yourself to be vulnerable? You know, because, again, it is that presentation of, like, the funny, dynamic woman who's, like, cool which is you right it's not a fake thing yeah no. versus the kind of you know the emotional vulnerability i mean i'm not gonna get super vulnerable with somebody like immediately but i have you know asked for what i wanted like mm-hmm. i was dating this guy for a couple months and he was like really bad at texting me back and i was like Hey, I'm not chill and I don't like uh <laughs> I don't like spiraling out when you don't text me back. So like you have to you have to. Yeah. And he was like, okay. And and like we were in bed and then I was like, because I'm I'm not chill. And I like balled my little <laughs> hands up 
to like really inter- reiterate that I was not chill. And then there was silence, and he was like, "Cause you're not chill." And he did the same thing, and I was like, "Is that how I did it?" He was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I'm sorry. I just need this." And then he was very good. Like after that conversation. He would send me texts like, I'm, in, I'm going to a movie with my mom. I will text you after. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, thank you. <laughs> I mean, look, you are, you are emotionally healthy, it seems. It seems you are very uh, able to draw boundaries, right? Uh-huh. Right? Like, I mean, I, it takes me a minute to get there because I'm like scared. I'm like, this is, I feel like this is wrong to like tell someone that you like need things from them. Yeah. Especially like when you just start dating, <laughs> but, but even like, ther- hmm? but even like your ability to be like, well, there's just some stuff I'm not going to talk about in public, right? Oh yeah, I think that's like you know that's he- like it's it seems pretty healthy. It seems like you have a yeah. Well, I feel like sometimes people get really obsessed with like sad like po- like sad porn where they're mm. like you like <laughs> you're like they were so sad. <laughs> <laughs> And I just, like, I don't want to be a part of that. It's not for me. Yeah. Uh, but, like, everyone's different. Maybe maybe you love posting about being sad and talking about, like, sadness. But, like, that's it's not for me. It's not yeah. it. I hear that. No. I mean, as a joke. But, like, <laughs> in my lowest moments, I don't want to actually, like, right. post a picture of me, like, on the ground sitting there. Uh, you know, with trying to like get the cats to come over and comfort me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. It's like who who in that's why I think I don't respond to it because I'm like if you was really that sad you wouldn't be posting. You know what, what? I mean? Like to have like the wherewithal to create yeah. content. Uh-huh. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. You're doing fucking yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's like go talk to the therapist. Like is this a cry for help? Like what right. what am I supposed to do with the knowledge that you're so sad and tortured or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't hit the like button. That seems wrong. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, what yeah. Are you, what are you supposed to do? Like, yeah, like, I like your sadness. Like, it's weird. <laughs> Keep being sad. <laughs> Wait, how long have you been seeing a therapist? Oh, I've been in L.A. for seven years, so probably three. Okay. Mm. Okay. Three. Yeah, I was like, my friend Marcy was like, I think you should get into therapy. You got issues. And I was like, I do. I do have issues. <laughs> um, and... I found this nice woke white lady who sometimes will say things that I that didn't even occur to me about my blackness and mm. uh, yeah I really like her I like it's talk therapy uh, so it I since I have ADD it's like it's nice to take a minute to process stuff like talk therapy takes a long time for you to like make like a like a a different choice or like improving uh-huh. your life or whatever but I like it. Oh, oh yeah, good. we're very pro therapy on this show. I know I need a person, especially now in Rona, and I feel like it should be easier than ever. Except they're not emailing me back. I think they're all so busy. I you know think what I mean? All like, very busy. One guy didn't write me back for ten days, and he goes, "Great, we can have a consult this week." And I wrote him that same day. It was like, "Here are my times. What do you have?" And then never, haven't heard anything Dang. since. And I'm like, "Yeah, he just." You know, and I didn't even really want a guy. I was just like, I was looking for, he was like the only person to respond to me that I was like, okay, fine. Uh-huh. You know, but I don't know. I got to go back to the Psychology Today website mm-hmm. and just start scrolling mm-hmm. through for some bitches. Psychology Today. <laughs> That's it, what everyone says. Go to their website. 
Is there any, I mean, without getting too deep, I know uh, we don't want to go there, but is there anything that's come out about, because we're going to, we're going to take a break and then answer some questions. Is there anything about romance that's come out that you're like, oh, cool. I'm going to pursue this now. or I'm going to change this about how I pursue dudes. Um, not being as aggressive seems to be. There's a fine line between aggression and like scary. So <laughs> I've been trying to like scale back as being as aggressive as I am. Um, I do try to like listen more because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like, especially when you date like non comedians, they're like fucking boring sometimes. <laughs> so then you like zone out and then you're like, oh shit, they said something dumb. And then you're like, it's so it's just like trying to like just really engage and be like, if I'm this bored, why am I still on this date? Yes. Like, yes, just yes. like give them, give, you showed up, so just give yourself. Like, give yeah. them the time. You don't have to go out with them again. Right. So, yeah, I've just been trying to be like respectful of people's time and be a little bit more mindful while dating. And then I'm like learning that it's not all about sex. You have to like the person it's <laughs> You have to break the dick gnosis. Yes. Yeah. You have to break it. Yeah. And that's been interesting to like learn. That's good though. Better late than never, honey. Are you doing apps in choir? Are you like no. messaging? Okay. No. Uh, I, I think dating is a lot like stand up and just like comedy and improv in general. I like feeling the vibe of the room. Like I like to know how a set's going to go after saying the first two words of the set. Yes. And, like, video chatting is weird. Like, I've been interviewing people I don't know and why won't you date me? And mm-hmm. it's, like, a weird thing to navigate to be, like, what is our rhythm? Mm-hmm. Who, like, who are we to each other? It's just, like, it's too much. And then, like, I meeting someone, you we might, like, vibe real well, like, right off the bat on FaceTime. But then, like, when we finally meet, it might be bad. We might not have (laughs) in-person chemistry. He might smell like a toad. Like, he he just might be bad. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. I found you attractive on Zoom, but, like, in person, you are off. You're like a Kirkland brand something. You're (laughs) slightly off. A Kirkland yes, brand no. something is real. <laughs> a Kirkland brand something. But that's a great idea for an app where you, once you vibe with someone, you send each other your smell. No. In the mail. No. 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 She just goes, no. <laughs> in the mail? No. Oh, Naomi, you figure out a better way to send someone your scent. No. Uh, why don't we take a break and we'll be right back with some of your advice questions hey you guys taking a quick break from nicole buyer to tell you that couples therapy has a patreon if you want to support the show yeah you can go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod and you know what if you want to support yeah you know it's not just you just uh throwing money at us you get stuff in return you get two bonus episodes a month we put all the uh audio from all the twitch shows up there plus lots of other stuff you will see the uh pilot for uh our uh, inside caucasia show lots of other stuff good you know times what? so uh so go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod also uh if you'd like to support the show by wearing the show. Uh, the show. <laughs> you can get couples therapy t-shirts. Yes. We okay. got the uh, Gotta Miss a Bitch. Very popular Gotta Miss a Bitch t-shirt. 
and the Couples Therapy logo shirt. Yes, and go to CouplesTherapy.MerchNow.com for that. Finally, we know times are tough. If you'd like to support the show, but you don't have any disposable income, you know what you can do? You Keep can, it simple, baby. You can uh, review the show on Apple yes. Podcasts, rate it. And subscribe. And tell other people to subscribe, okay? Yes, make your friends. Grab your friends' phones. Grab your parents' phones. Grab their phones. phones. Make them subscribe. subscribe. Ma- make them leave five-star reviews. Okay, you guys. That's all we got. Let's get back to Nicole. And we're back with Nicole Byer here to handle your scandal. Andy, give us that first relationship question. Oh. Nicole, do you do you give advice often? Um, yes. People ask for advice, and I'm always like, I'm single. I don't know why <laughs> you're asking me for advice. Like, I don't fucking know. If I knew, I wouldn't be single. <laughs> you're a smart person. You've lived a life. You know, I think that's probably why. <laughs> I- <laughs> The dry laughter of someone who has truly lived a life. Yes. All right. Uh, this comes to us. This uh, this is a voicemail. I always like to start out with like a uh, a softball. And this person specifically was hoping, Nicole, that you would answer the question. <laughs> okay. So, and this also this is an update. I think this is an update from we gave this person advice back in I think Kalita Smith's episode. Okay. I think she was okay. having trouble at her office. Her friend at at her office was causing problems and okay. it was uh and it was she was getting involved in it somehow she was okay. being looped in without her wanting to be looped in okay right, okay so here we go hey you guys oh my gosh i love this podcast so much this is your girl keely from nashville i called in before with a relationship advice question i wanted to give you an update and if nicole buyer talks about this voicemail i will die i died i died i died i was dead and buried when you guys played my first question and it was thrilling so update and a reminder if you need it i mean it's not like you've been doing anything else haha <laughs> kidding so i called before because my good good judy my good friend um was causing some some things, some problems at our workplace, and I'm also friends with my boss, and everyone's talking about each other. It was stupid, and now my friend has transferred to a different location, which is great because he's very happy about it. My boss and I are getting on great, and I'm just so glad. Um, and I, I did take your advice. I did not take the advice of poisoning anyone. Um, yeah, and here's a new question, relationship advice. During the quar, sometimes I want to murder my husband. Should I murder him or should I let him live? Thanks. Come to Nashville when it's safe to travel. Bye. (laughs) This woman is funny. (laughs) I know. She's my favorite. Um, So, so that's the question to murder or not murder. Now I, in the last question, I believe I was the one who suggested she poison her friend or her boss. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like a classic Andy <laughs> Beckerman suggestion. That sounds like, it, let's pretend this was the Kalita Smith episode. That doesn't sound like something Kalita would say. That doesn't sound like something <laughs> Naomi would say. Sounds like an Andy solution. So uh, do you want her to murder her husband? Yeah, sure. I'm not part of this. Am I? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. Am I legally responsible? If I say yes, am I legally responsible? I mean, yeah. 
Because How? they're going to do like a paper trail and then they're going to hear this lady's voice and be like, should I kill my husband? Come Nashville. And you're going to be like, kill him. And then they're going to be like, yeah, he told her to kill <laughs> I'm not her a guru. Husband. Well, you, you know, she likes us a lot. So in some ways, perhaps you are a guru. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because she said she would die. She said she would be dead and buried if Nicole Byers <laughs> waited All right. on this. Nicole, well, should she murder her husband? No. <laughs> you should be thanking the good Lord you have a man. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, no, just take like a, a staycation. Like, uh, go get an Airbnb down the street, wipe it down, and take a vacation from your hu- your husband. Mm. But then again, it's like, should we support Airbnb? It's bad. Exactly. Oh, no. Also very expensive in Nashville. That's yeah. true. But that was a holiday weekend. Maybe in the middle of a pandemic, you can get a nice place then for maybe, 50 bucks. Maybe go camping. Take so- a tent and camp in your backyard. If you have yes, a backyard. camp in your backyard. Like a kid. Like a child. And- if you don't have a backyard, camp in your living room and set up a tent and then just ignore your husband for a while. What if I said, po- like, don't kill him, but poison him? Do you remember oh that um, Ukrainian politician who <laughs> yeah, was like very like- handsome and then uh, some Russian agent or someone poisoned him and he immediately he looked like he aged like 40 years. And he like no. turned blue. He like yeah, turned blue gray. His skin <laughs> permanently blue yeah, he gray. he looked like he turned Wait, into... who is this? <laughs> some Ukrainian politician that was we poisoned. You have to look him up. Ukrainian? Say like, yeah, like look up poisoned. Ukrainian politician. Anyway, do that. <laughs> if I, Wait, but it, I'm saying this in quotes so that it's not actionable. Wow. Well. This okay, happened okay, okay. in 2018? Did it? Was it that recent? Oh, no. He looks not great. I know. He survived a poisoning. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? This is nuts. I know. I know. I don't want to get poisoned. Don't poison. (laughs) She can't poison her husband. Andy, (laughs) that was bad. uh, Nobody deserves to be poisoned. (laughs) Like, imagine getting poisoned. You eat something yummy. And then whoever served it to you went, <laughs> soon <laughs> you're going to die. And you're like, wait, but that was delicious. Why would you do that? <laughs> but see, the thing is, people who aren't even sophisticated, like, okay, a couple of days ago, I made one of my apple waters, which is apple juice and water. It's a personal beverage of choice. Apple Just juice ew. is too strong for her. Too sweet, too sweet. And so, so you put water in it? Yeah, I do two ice cubes, some cold water, and now you've got like a lightly sweetened juice. I think Fair, all juices should be lightly sweetened. I think that would probably work for me. I loved watered down milk, which is weird. Really? When I was little, I would be like, milk is too thick. And then once <laughs> I put milk in a glass that had just been freshly washed, so it droplets, yeah. and then I tasted like the top had some water, and I was like, yeah. oh, this is better and then i i then i started like mixing milk with water i love it and that's how i would drink it and it. some people think it's weird but then i was like but then that's just like skim milk right i was gonna but say i skin. love water and skim milk <laughs> oh really yeah i'm gross so just it's just like a cloudy water at that kind point. of <laughs> wait you were you were it's, about to drag naomi for the apple water i know but then i thought about it and i was she like sounds- i think i would love it <laughs> 
I think uh, I, had a, I took issue with the name Apple Water. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. No, I understand that. I understand that. I've never said that out loud to someone who's not Andy, <laughs> so it's fine. Um, but my point being, I was drinking something, and I was like, this tastes weird. Like, I did, it t- and I was like, and then I was like, ooh. And then I put it down. And then, like, a minute later, I took another sip. And it was, and then I realized, I was like, you don't have to drink this. <laughs> and that's what I always wonder when somebody been poisoned. Yes. It's like, because, like, it's not always sophisticated. It's not always odorless, colorless. No. And it's amazing how many of us will be like, something's off as you just continue to shovel it in your mouth. I mean, it's my whole job. I uh, nailed it. To go, something <laughs> is wrong. Something is <laughs> And then you're like, should I eat another bite of it? <laughs> right? There's uh, one time when I first uh, became vegetarian, I went with uh, my parents to this Chinese restaurant that also served, like, fake meat. Mm-hmm. And someone at our table, uh, like one of my sister's friends, I was eating some like fake, I don't know, sesame chicken. And they were like, oh, I don't think that's actually fake meat. I think that's real meat. <laughs> so I went to the bathroom and made myself throw oh up. Oh, my God. Oh. And then I got back to the table and she's like, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why, why not just let the meat stay in your body? Uh, I felt... I felt like I look. Here's the thing. By the way, <laughs> I when I say poison or murder someone, I'm not serious. I don't think anyone <laughs> should be killed or mur- like anyone at all. I I killed a fly today and I apologized to it as I was killing it. Wait, that's <laughs> why did you throw up the meat? Because I thought it was. I had also like I remember I had just become vegetarian like maybe like a year before this and. I um I had heard that like if you get sick if you like oh. you, you lose some kind of enzyme or something like that and you'll get sick if you eat meat. I don't know if that's true or not. I just I had that in my head. So I went made myself throw up, got back to the table and she's like, "Well, my bad." <laughs> I can't believe you listened to her. But I'm why very- not just <laughs> let the meat stay in you? <laughs> he was afraid I he was going to have diarrheas. But the, like Nicole, what a we you you know me. I know you, we we're we're not like uh, bosom buddies, but you've known me for a long time. We've been talking. What what about me? Screams I am uh, mentally healthy. I I just just let it stay in you. I I, I just can't. I hear I think you. It's like because I make. I think it comes back to like. I'm like, I'll make a mistake and then go, uh, oops. And then that's the mistake. Wait, are you still a vegetarian? I am. Yes. Naomi, are you a vegetarian? No, I'm not. I'm a vegetarian now. Since when? Since May 15th. What? What happened? Well, I saw that like vegans and like vegetarians have better skin. So I was like, I'll do that. But I think I really need to like give up dairy. I think dairy is like yeah, the yeah, culprit yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. Um, even, if skin, even, yeah if even if you water it down. Even if you water down the dairy. Down. Yeah. But my skin has like cleared up a little bit, Not which I was like, ooh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but like, what are good meat alternatives? I've been having trouble with this that aren't like jam packed with salt. Like frozen, frozen meat alternatives have a lot of salt in them. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, there's none. They're all to to like try to. Uh, replicate that. I I would say just don't uh, um, reduce the amount of fake meat you eat. Mm. Right. Do a lot more. A lot. A lot of. Um, we do a lot of like stuff that has like roasted broccoli in it. A lot of risotto. Mm. A lot mm. of um, uh, flatbread with spinach. 
um, pasta mm. dishes with veg- chopped up vegetables in it. And I find that, like, I found just in the bit I've tasted, right, like, I don't like vegan, like, a cheese slice. You know what I mean? Like a diet, uh, like, put that on yeah, a burger. Yeah. But cashew cheese, like the nut stuff, yeah, that's that is good. A de- yes, that's a good, so you, you can put that, like, in a pasta, and mm-hmm. you won't feel like you eating plastic. Yeah, yeah. You know? I made vegan mac and cheese once, and it was like not bad. Huh? Wow. It was like pretty good. It was cashew mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, and then like, I put it in the oven and put some bread crumbies on. It was like very good. Oh, you know what might be good? Um, corn. Q U O R N. It's like corn. made out of this um, mushroom protein. Oh, okay. I like Satan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah. I make little street meat pitas with it. Oh, yes. nice. and then there's this spice called like Ras and El Handout. I don't know, yep. something weird. Yes, 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 it, yes, yes. I need to talk about it. It tastes just like street meat. I love it. Yeah, and put yeah, some like, little yogurt on it. How much? <laughs> also, where are you at with eggs? Because I feel like too, that's like my go-to way to protein it up. I I still eat eggs, so yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I like to say no, I'm yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like you like them, because then vegan. you put that on. Oh, stuff. I you know what I'm saying? Love eggs. exactly. Yes, yes, like yes, I yes. scramble that on top of something, and now yes. it's like. Because I don't cook meat in the house, really. Because it's like, usually if I buy something, you know, I'd have to eat it right away or I put yeah. it in the freezer and fucking forget. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. usually, like, whatever we're doing, I'll just be like, eh, scramble an egg. No, I'm mm. good to go. Why don't we try this question? This comes to us anonymous from uh, an Instagram direct message. Oh, this is a long one. Whenever it's, like, oh. multiple paragraphs, I'm like, we're about to go on a journey. Uh-huh. Hi, Andy and Naomi. And guest question mark? Nicole Byer, perhaps? Question mark, exclamation mark. (laughs) Long time listener, first time caller. I hope you can offer some advice about moving and adjusting to a new place. I was inspired by your New Year's resolution a few months ago to stop talking shit about L.A. Yes. We uh, at the top of the year, we were like, we're boring. We're boring. Our friends, we are boring each other. Let's just stop fucking talking shit about this town and just Mm -hmm. like learn to love it. Do you love it? In the pandemic, it's wonderful. (laughs) There's no people out. And that's what makes this town suck. The people. (laughs) I love LA. It took me a minute, but I was like, when I finally stopped shitting on it, it was finally like, you're never moving back to New York. Deal with this. I was like, okay. Wait, where are you from originally? New Jersey. You can't hear the trash in my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Jersey girl. Trash. Okay, uh, <laughs> back to the, the letter. I made a similar goal to stop saying I hate Illinois. Back in August, I left the lovely Jersey Shore Jersey girl. for the bland cornfields of Illinois <laughs> mm. to be with my partner. Mm. I moved around a bunch all through my 20s and adjusted easily. But I guess since this is a bit more permanent, I just feel stuck. We're very happy together. It made the most sense for me to move here. But I have been so miserable and sad here. I hate it. Back in New Jersey, I had a great D&D group, a job I loved, all my friends, my family, a social life. You get the idea. Out here, I've had a hard time meeting new people since I lived in bland, conservative suburbs. D&D. Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons. I thought it was Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) A good Dunkin' Donuts group. What? We meet at the donut shop. Yeah, we meet. (laughs) Okay, I'm so sorry. Keep going. Roll D20 for sprinkles. Um... Does that make sense? It's been a long time since I played D&D. Uh, 
<laughs> uh, she's a bit uh, removed from everything. Everyone smokes. I think she, sorry, they. Everyone smokes. Gross. I have asthma. I hate my job. I'm just having a really hard time adjusting. I'm so miserable and stressed between work and loneliness that the discs in my jaw slipped and I can't really chew much for the next couple of months while it gets fixed. Okay. What? I know stuff sucks because of the pandemic, but I don't know what to do in the meantime. Honestly, I was having a hard time meeting people and finding things to do early this year. So, I mean, how much can we really blame on the pandemic? My partner said, quote, it's just going to suck till next year. His friends all smoke a lot, so it's hard to be around them. And in the before times, he said, quote, I needed to find things to do on my own. So no help there. I keep suggesting maybe we move somewhere with more going on, but he's not interested. The height of entertainment around here is watching possums and squirrels. I'm just super sad. Miss my friends and old life. Miss New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, God. What is, wait, it, what's the question? It just seems like they're sad. It cuts yeah. off. So <laughs> what? I think they want to know what to do. I, I can go I to mean, the... Oh, my God. Personally, that sounds hellish. <laughs> and I don't think anyone is worth being miserable. Yeah. Uh, mm. I think you can have a happy medium where, like, you move to Chicago, maybe. Or, like, close... If you're close to Chicago... You can spend time in Chicago. Uh, but then again, like she says, cornfields, it might be yeah. like hours away. Right. I don't right. know. Uh, to me, that's hard. I mean, during a pandemic, yeah, it's going to be really tough to like find friends. Right. But maybe you move your Dungeons and Dragons group from Jersey online and you play with them that way. Yeah. Uh, oof. <laughs> I, I know. I hate to sound bleak, but. I mean, getting out true. there, it's like hard, right? Like, there really advice. isn't much you can do now, even though I would imagine it's easier to social distance in a fucking cornfield. Yeah. I'll go sit by the scarecrow. You know what Truly. I mean? And so I'm like, maybe you can get together. But, you know, if you, if you have your own car and the ability to get around and this partner is saying you need to do stuff on your own, mm-hmm. get in that fucking car and drive, girl. Yeah. Thelma and Louise somewhere. style. <laughs> yeah. Like. I don't Google like pretty places to drive to right. and then drive to the place and maybe take a yoga mat and do some yoga outside. Yeah. I think the question too, like it, the reason why this question for me is harder other than D and D I don't know what else this person likes. Cause basically I Same, would just say, yeah. you got to lean into that. Whatever. What's the stuff that actually makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know, the answer you need to do that because you know, it's true. Like, cause here's what's going to happen. You're going to resent your partner after a while. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's about to be, because it's almost a year, right? Because they're saying they moved in August. Yeah. But it's like, you know, again, true, the pandemic fucked it up for us. But as you said, before that, you weren't doing stuff. But it's like you, you know, you're, it's, not, it's never your partner's job to entertain you, pandemic or mm-hmm. not. So you got to figure out yeah. what can be done now the other question though is what i w- need to know about whether or not the relationship is worth staying in <laughs> is how is the partner responding to you having problems yeah, yeah. that's the and then also like you they can ask their friends to not smoke around you that's what yeah. i think it seems r- just, rude yeah very rude yeah Especially, it's like, I have a literal health condition. Yeah. But it's not just, like, the smell. It's, like, even though that's also fucking real, too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want, like, my house to smell like smoke. But. 
Yeah, so now you're, you guys are going deeper and being like, is this is this person right? Well, it's not even deep. I was like, is this person worth being miserable? I don't they, know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. If things were fine and there was one minor thing, I wouldn't be focusing on it. But yeah, if you but hate, 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 shit. Yeah, if you hate, 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 all you can do is make friends with a goddamn squirrel like Cinderella. <laughs> it's like, maybe it's not the one. That's Is that too harsh, Andy? <laughs> I don't think it's too harsh. Usually we try to read these with uh, with uh, uh, empathy. I don't think it's too harsh because uh, the person they're quoting their BF, their, their partner. partner. Right. It's just going to suck till next year. And that to and I need to you need to find things to do on your own. Yeah. I mean, those are it's this is the thing. If it it depends on how you read that, right? If it could be that like she's miserable, they're miserable and just around the house all the time. And the partner sees that and says these things or and th- and this is their interpretation of that or this is the, you know, they're writing it in a DM. So they're be they're, they're cutting out all the other stuff. Right, like, right. I love you, but right, right, you right, got to. Right. right, right, right. But if that's just what the partner is saying, that's. It's, that feels like that's not great. Well, I think it's a couple things because here's the thing that I guess. And again, these things can be overcome, but it is both the friends smoking and your partner not doing mm-hmm. anything about it and yeah. then also like you want to move somewhere with more activity and your partner doesn't and so that feels to me like one of those you know some people are city some people are country yeah and it just feels to me like one of those where it's like i don't know if you can really get over that like if one person mm-hmm. just needs more action i don't know yeah. how you do it yeah i i my advice is <laughs> break up with your partner <laughs> Move back to Jersey and, you know, <laughs> get like there's somebody out there who likes the things that you like. Well, I need to know what they like about their partner. Right. Yes. I know. I know. I know. That's I always the to, problem. I need more. When, yeah. When if people they write ask... you more, let me know. Because I don't <laughs> yeah. have, I truly don't have like advice. Right. Because I like right, right now it's like, I think your partner's bad for you. I think your partner's going to murder you with cigarette smoke and you're not going to be able to breathe and. COVID is a respiratory infection. And you, you know, it's like yeah. you need to live, bitch, and breathe. Right. Uh, get out. <laughs> Jordan Peele's get out, okay? I think you need to get out. Uh, also, can you play, now that everyone's online, doing everything online, play with your old D&D group on Zoom yeah. or something. Right, that's what Nicole was saying. It's like maybe that's a way. Because I do wonder, depending on how much they're interacting with their old friends, you know sometimes like once you start talking to people, you're like, oh, I'm fine. I just needed to let it out. Yes. But so maybe, right? But then also sometimes you start talking to people, you're like, okay, no, this is where mm-hmm. I need to be. This is where mm-hmm. my heart comes alive. Yeah. Like that will help you answer that question mm-hmm. if you can like talk to your friends. Let's do one more. Okay. This is um Naomi, maybe you should read this one. It's number one on the Okay. Okay. I recently ended my relationship of nearly eight years because my boyfriend wouldn't commit. Way too many problems, not enough therapy, girl, bye, is what they say. Moving on, and I hope this isn't weird, but I'm really attracted to black men. I live in an area that is predominantly white, and frankly, I'm done with the whites, Naomi's pronunciation. trying to win me back. My question Mm. for you is a unique one. How do I meet more diverse men? Do I have to move? Do Mm. black men even want to date white women like me? Yeah. I don't blame them if they do. <laughs> thank you, Nicole. Like, yeah. thank you, Nicole. Yeah, they want you. <laughs> uh, I don't blame them if they don't, but I really want to. I really want to be part of an IRC. 
Wishing you all the best in safety and health during this quarantine. Love you both. Hmm. It's like hard when someone's a fan of me, but then I also have problems with them. I mean, it's, that's a, on a, I just, (laughs) all the words that were typed out, I was like, "Uh, why? (laughs) I was like, you, what, do you not have the internet? Like, of course, black men date white women. (laughs) If anything, they love white women. (laughs) Uh, What do you, like, get on a fucking app. Yeah. Get up, like, what are you doing? I guess she's been in a relationship for eight years. So it's yeah, like, she's got out of a relationship. So, so she, they so don't were not around when oh, swipe please, they on were around. black people and you'll match with one and you'll find it. Right. You don't have to write into a podcast to <laughs> talk about your weird fantasy of being in an interracial relationship. <laughs> boy. I, I would say, <laughs> boy. I would say also, uh, just to start out from a, uh, Blackness, please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, not monolithic. Well, yes. I would not. Yes. I would say like the idea of like do black men like white women in general right. is not the right question to ask. Well, also the thing I'm taking issue with is I really want to be part of an interracial couple. That is not like it's a person. Weird. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. you want to look like you you. What you're yeah. saying is you want to go to Afropunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you want that moment. Yeah, it's weird because it feels like it's not only fetishizing, it's objectifying, yes. and it's like as opposed to just saying I want to be in a healthy relationship. And right. If it happens to be a black man, like what a treat. But right, or just. Or even just the question of how do I, I live in a white area, how do I go about meeting people who aren't white? That even, you know, and again, we would say apps, but that's also a different yeah, question. It is a different question. And it's also like, how dare you ask a black person how to meet more black people? It's not your fucking job to teach white people how to, you know, get across the ocean to Africa. How do like, you, I try to meet more black people? Shit. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Fucked up. I uh, this person is not it for me. Uh, it's yeah, it's in poor taste. She's yeah. behaving poorly. <laughs> but truly, like it's just get on a fucking app and only swipe right on black people. It's like if that's what, about, what you're trying to do, go to a Nation of Islam meeting. Yeah. Also, like. <laughs> Google, Google the, get on, get on your, look at the census and uh, see where the blacks are. And then, I don't know, walk around. Look at the 2018 census. Yeah. And uh, take a ride. No. Yeah, babe. You got to do a lot of work within and without before you can take a lover of another color. Yeah, yes. and I, I, I worry about the black man that she's going to get Exactly. With. That's what I mean. It's like. You don't beware, the black people uh, beware. <laughs> That's another Jordan Peele's Get Out. That's yes. a certainly Jordan Peele's yes. Get Out. <laughs> Jordan Peele's Black People Beware. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea for a, mo- a movie. <laughs> black people beware, and it's just someone living in the world. Uh, <laughs> it's a real yeah, indie mumblecore. Like following somebody around, there's no linear storyline. <laughs> it's just like black people beware. Uh, but, but okay, hold on. What? Well, let's. If there's any advice, I would say maybe take a beat. 
Mm-hmm. Ask yourself why that is something. Why the idea of just bare diversity? Because I think this is a very like this is liberal. This is this is like a very important thing in liberal circles is diversity. You know, you see it a lot in Hollywood, which yeah, is like brown we want, for the sake of brown. Right. We oh, want yeah. we just want a brown person in this writer's room. I don't give a shit if they are funny or not. Just mm-hmm. put a brown person there. Or uh or or like just for the I I call it like you know, brown for the Twitter photo or whatever. Oh, see, I call mm. it black for the brochure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. You know, when they, when they show the yeah. the, the photo like of the college campus. Yes, the college one, campus. And it's one black like, person who's the happiest there. Loving life. Yeah. Loving like, uh, like, look what happened when. What was the? Uh, what's that show with Sandra Oh on it? Grey's Anatomy. No, the other one. The Killing one. Eve. Killing yes. Eve. Yes. Look what happened when they showed the Killing Eve writers' room, and it was like printer paper white. Like it was just, it it was so white that when I was scrolling on Twitter, the screen blinded me for a second. (laughs) Right, 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 right. So bright, so bright. And people drag them. They should, rightfully so. It's so fucked up. Like, because as a black person, you constantly hear people going, ugh, they went with a diversity hire. And I had to have a conversation with my friend who is a character actor or would be Mm -hmm. considered that. And they were like, they have a hard time booking work in side roles because they usually go to black people. And I said to them, I was like, I don't think it's a diversity hire. I think if maybe one of the leads was a person of color, that would open up opportunities for you as a character actor to get work. But until there's change in Mm. the like leads of a show, sorry, buddy. It's not, it's not my fault. It's it's the The system's fault. The systemic whiteness's fault. Right. Yeah. And right. it's and it's like people don't get it until it's explained that like systemic racism affects you. Exactly. Exactly. You get all these like little white dudes walking around being like, I can't get a job because they keep hiring diverse people. And it's like, well, look at the Killing Eve writers' room. There were no <laughs> diverse people. There was but, no inclusion there. But and also, then like, you're not going to get that job because a diversity hire is free to a show. No. And then they drop them after they have to start paying yes, them. Yes. So like, it's just, it's fucked. Well, it's also like, to me, the thing I can't say it. And like, you know, I think it's just cause I just feel more at home as a performer anyway, but I don't like to take a lot of j- writing jobs for that reason, because I don't want to be the one black person in a the room. There needs yeah. to be a fucking buddy system. If you hire yeah. one black person, you need a second <laughs> one. Cause the problem fucking is I'm in that room. You hired me allegedly for a black experience, which you didn't. But then when uh-huh. I speak from that black experience, you're like, you're like I don't think wrong. that'll work. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel comfortable. Uh, I don't. Uh, uh, because there's nobody else in there to say like, yes, yeah, this is co-sign. real. Yes, yes, this makes sense. It's got to be a buddy system. It's got to yeah. be two hires. Every... I think so, because you can't just have one voice for all of the black people. Exactly. It's so, ugh, man. I could talk about this all day. It's I, well, so can I. I mean, literally, I just feel like two ever, you know, in the last month especially, I've just, and that's what I'm saying, like, looking for, like, I was like, I need to be, like, talking to black people, talking to black women, because especially yes. in my comedy circle, I don't have as many black friends. You know what I mean? Like, I know some yeah. of the dudes, but not a lot of women. Yeah. And, and I wonder if that's just because, and I was thinking about it, too, because it's not like there are not a lot of black women stand-ups, but I wonder if it's because I coming up in New York through the improv world, mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, the comedy club world. Yeah, I mean, that might folks. be, uh, 
But then there's like so many black stand-ups who are so fucking good who just can't seem to get ahead. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? Yes. Like the fact that Adele Gibbons doesn't have her own television series is like crazy to me. She's been yeah. funny since like 1982. Like right. she's right. so f- like the Queens of comedy are so funny. And then the Kings of comedy, you know, Bernie Mac had his own show. Steve Harvey's had many iterations of a mm-hmm. show. Uh, Cedric the entertainers had shows, but I'm like, but like they were no different. Why are black right. women so fucking disrespected? I like, know. why do we fight to get anything? Nicole, you know, my stand up agent dropped me in January. Wait, what? We didn't talk. I didn't. I don't have a stand-up agent, Nicole. Why? Right after she got a special with Conan O'Brien, by the way, like a fifteen, a fifteen-minute. Like he was. That's you know, there, like, really bonkers, Timmy. Well, and I'll tell you where it all started. And I don't care, Andy. I say it on the fucking record. I say it on the goddamn record. Um, <laughs> the best is you going. I will say it on the record with your hair looking like that, <laughs> <laughs> Nicole. I say like, it on the record. Truly, like a crackhead coming out. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you something. <laughs> so what you're saying is I do look like an extra from Friday. You truly do. Bye, Felicia. It's funny. I'm it's I'm truly and I've So maybe it, this I is why I don't have quiet an agent. for a long time, but I gotta say, it has been a true treat and delight to stare at you like this. <laughs> it's honestly a true treat and delight to be able to show someone this. You know what I mean? Someone who understands it's a journey. I love it. And okay, you know so what happened with your stand up age? This is so nice basically like so at towards the end of last year, so like October, November, I find out I have two different gigs, road gigs. One of them had been in May, so it was already over. And then uh-huh. the other one I was about to do, but I was talking to another stand-up who had done the same gig, you know, because they were, like, you know, changing out people. And I was, like, asking her about it. And she was like, oh, it's just, like, a fun cash grab. And I go, cash grab? And then they're making, like, double digits for, mm-hmm. this, for this show. The same set, the same. And then I find out, oh, no, they're making double digits. And meanwhile... I'm getting paid $2,700 and I have to fly myself there. What? And, and let me just say, Naomi and this other stand-up are of the same level. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, okay. no reason, there's no reason why they should get paid more okay. based on credits or anything else like that. Uh-huh. And then I had done another one, like the, the, the May show, I was at, like, I was performing and it was actually at my college, right? My alma mater. And then mm-hmm. afterwards I found out from the booker where it was like, Hey, I'm sorry you didn't get the same as so and so. Um, you know, everybody loved you and da da da. And I didn't even know that shit. And we were both at the same agency, me and the other comic. Damn. So and I had also not been feeling my agent for a while because I just felt like he didn't he was just kind of old school. I was like, give me smaller venues, let's play alt shows, let's do uh-huh. stuff that's not, you know, comedy club, because I can't fill them for five days. I can't. Uh-huh. And so, and I just kept trying, he wasn't paying attention, whatever. So then when I found those two things out, I was like, oh, no, absolutely not. So, like, around end, December, end November, I'm, like, part ways. But I was like, okay, I'll talk to someone else at the agency, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, we don't have to blow it up. I just think I, it's not a good fit. Then they're like, they, they, I was like, hey, let's get a meeting. Let's get a meeting. Push me off, push me off. And then, like, well, the holidays, whatever. Come back from the holidays. January, they're like, they no longer want to represent you for comedy. That's instead of crazy. letting me meet with someone else. They decided they don't want to represent me at all. I mean, you don't have to say it on record, but what's the agency? UTA. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. Naomi, I'm so sorry. Like, that's fucked that's up. 
Thanks, friend. Thank, thank you for validating I, that. It helps me to hear that from someone else who is also a black lady comedian. Because, of yeah. course, it's like, I now don't have anybody. And then the question is, did I make the wrong choice? But then, like, lately, no. I'm sorry, Andy. You okay, girl? Because we just into it now. <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> I'm, ha- I, I'm happy listening. T- because, like, I, I, you know, as the person who... Here's is like all of it. you are no, no. I hear all this, and I'm like, you are right. Right. Obviously, me validating you isn't the same thing. Uh, if like it was about a like how much money to get in a writer's room, but even then, you have more experience than me in writers' rooms. But like, if it was a writer thing, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I could like it would be like, oh yes, Andy knows where I'm coming from. But like to be validated by another black woman stand up is a different one of the best in the game, no less. True. You know what I mean? Because oh, please, well, no, because it is funny. True, too. no. No, Nicole, we're not blowing smoke up your butthole. Because it is like just interesting too, because like lately people, I feel like I've gotten this uptick in audience and followers on yes. like socials and people looking at stuff where it's so funny to be like, am I about to pop off during a pandemic? But <laughs> that feeling of like... I mean, you might. That, I might. Uh, two dumb queen uh, video that was being passed around a couple yeah. weeks ago. I was like, it's so funny how relevant this still is. <laughs> I was like, good God, <laughs> you're so funny. Like, uh, we did a show at Largo and yeah. you were so, you like tuckered the crowd out. Like you were just so <laughs> funny. It was a real treat. It's always a treat to watch you. And I, you like should be making all of the money. It's crazy. Thank like it's, so it's much. truly crazy to me I, that I love to hear that your I agent hear. was lowball. Cause it's like, what? So your agent. Honestly, this means they probably asked for you. Your agent didn't pitch you. And then he just settled for whatever the first offer was, as yeah. opposed to pitching you, then being excited about you, and then asking for like a decent amount of money. Exactly. You shouldn't have had to pay for a plane ticket for that. Right. And you should have been paid a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like so, it's so wild. And it's like, and now I think lately, obviously given everything going on, now I'm talking about it public, like not you know publicly, like here's my, but like, I'm just saying it without feeling like afraid. Cause I kind of just feel like, you know, playing, trying to, what am I doing protecting them? Mm-hmm. What do I gain out of keeping they, they names out my mouth? That only helps them. Yeah. So I might as well be honest about it. And Hey, I think you can only get a job when you tell people you need a job. So I just be like, I need an agent. Anyone? Anyone? (laughs) Yeah. It's so wild that like an agent can be the one who gets you an opportunity or stops your opportunity. Right. It's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I just, I'm glad we got to discuss. Yes. Yes, So our advice for, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is uh, one, blackness is not monolithic. So mm-hmm. thinking of black men as a entire group, Adolf Reed, I believe, was talking about this when uh, he was talking about uh, Democrats thinking that there is just the quote unquote black vote oh, as opposed yes, yes, to yes. many different black constituencies. Ugh. Like maybe you should be talking to different black constituencies as, as opposed to just thinking of all black people as the black vote. So you uh-huh. need to talk to different romantic constituencies, okay? Yes, there are different romantic constituencies. And you also, I think, need to like do some, you know, if you're in a predominantly white area and you don't know, you need to just like learn some shit first mm-hmm. before you get romantic with anybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like look up, do some research. Honey, Google's free now. Google's, Google's free now. I didn't know Google was free now. Google's free now. Oh. <laughs> Google's free now. 
Nicole, thank you so much for doing thank you this for podcast. having me. It was yeah. a delight, a treat. Maybe, well, I just threw away all of my outdoor furniture because I'm crazy and was like, uh, the only place you could sit is outside during a pandemic. Let me get rid of it. But uh, <laughs> when I get new outdoor furniture, you guys should come over for a social distance hang and drink wine. I would love to be distant. I will sit on one end of the pool with my feet mm, in. Yes. Yes. I don't, is swimming okay during a pandemic? I haven't had anyone over to swim because I'm like, is, I don't know. I know what you mean. I wouldn't necessarily go swim, swim, even though I read that the swimming itself is okay, uh-huh. especially if you've got your chlorine going. Dude. But I would just like want to dip my feet in cold water. Mm, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks again, Nicole. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.